Welcome to the True Adventure Podcast, episode 42. The True Adventure Podcast is the podcast where you already know that Mother Nature is crucial in becoming the best version of yourself. So we're going to take that to the next level. Here, we learn how to use Mother Nature's lessons to grow, excel, and become our truest self. So let us do just that. Welcome to the True Adventure Podcast. Hello, my friends. Happy Friday. I'm your host, Karina Baldwin. Thanks for being here. I am very excited about today's episode. Today is a cool one. It is a very specific new topic. Um, I've kind of alluded to a lot of this. Some of you may already know some of this training that I have, um, but I really want to deep dive into mental performance coaching and sport and performance psychology. So, This podcast has touched on so many different topics about physical abilities and hiking things and summiting mountains and doing all of these really cool, honestly crazy sports. And I know I personally have neglected such a big topic that I have trained for, I help people uh, train for, and I've neglected this entire field of mental skills and training performance psychology within yourself in order to help you do all of these crazy, incredible sports. So we are just diving right on in today. I just posted a reel today um, about four things I wish I knew before getting into my outdoorsy adventure. And the first one was that strength training is absolutely necessary as it is when you're heading out into the outdoorsy space. You do need to absolutely get stronger and strength training is the way to do so. The second thing is recovery needs intentional time. So it's more than just stretching when you're tired, but intentionally spending the time to actively recover, whether it's stretching or it's doing rehab on your body parts that need it, need a little bit more love and attention. And then the third thing is finding a community of some badass women. I think they have been such a light to me getting out into the outdoorsy space. They have been powerful around me and helping me create the life that I want so that way I can get out into the outdoorsy space. And then the fourth, what we're really talking about today, is the mental side of all the outdoorsy adventures. So mental performance coaching and or coaching in general, mental skills and just building the mental side and the mental toughness, the mental grittiness, the mental strength to do all the things that I get out and go do. So let's just start with overarching definition of what exactly mental performance coaching and sport and performance psychology is. So mental performance coaching is working with a mental performance coach who has a background in sport and performance psychology to help you overcome the mental game, the mental challenges, and build the mental skills you need to succeed. So A lot of the time, because the definition or the title of of this type of psychology is sport and performance psychology, a lot of people have it in their mind that this is specific to athletes. 
And I want to debunk that right now that it is, it's not specific to athletes. Me personally, I don't compete at any level on any of the recreational sports that I do. I maybe like a, you know, race to the bottom of the hill. Last one has to buy the first round of beers. I compete with my friends, but by no means do I compete or am competitive in the traditional sense. I am no longer the athlete that I once was, but do I consider myself athletic? Do I consider myself going after physical performances and wanting to do well? Yes. But also, there's a whole other side of sport and performance psychology of the performance aspect of things. That performances do not have to be physical per se in order to count as performances. So the definition of a performance is there is a clear start, a clear end, and you care about how you perform. You care about your results. You care about how you do in that particular performance. So that may look like a work presentation. That may look like a paper due at school. That may look like a hiking trail that you're doing or a ski run that you are on or summiting a mountain. It can be anything and everything in between the physical performances and the mental performances. So mental performances, like I said, can count as the presentations you do at work, the papers you have for school, or having a conversation with someone. If you care about that person, you care about that conversation and what the results you get out of it, guess what? That's a performance. And guess what? Sport and performance psychology and mental performance coaching can help you deal with that. It helps you with the ability to bounce back from failure. Mental performance coaching helps you manage expectations, perform well under pressure, or cope with stress or fear and anxiety. And a lot of the time, these things are overlooked. These things are overlooked because we look right into the physical aspect. We're like, oh, if we just get stronger, it'll be easier. If we just run further, it'll be easier. If we just prepare more for our presentation, it'll be easier. But that's not necessarily true. We have to sharpen our mental skills in order to help those physical talents, in order to help those physical skills that we have. So if we're able to actually control and influence our mind, our thoughts, then you'll allow that physical still that skill that you've been working so hard to develop actually come all the way out. It's actually able to reach its highest potential because your mental side of things have been able to peak as well. So that's what sport and performance psychology is. That's that's what is often overlooked and it's so beneficial to everyone not just athletes because you're able to have greater confidence you are able to be be more resilient so meaning you can bounce back from failure bounce back from a misstep a miscommunication a a failure to summit like whatever it is you're able to decrease your stress levels because of how you think about the situation. You're able to handle stress and anxiety better. You're able to increase your focus and actually be attentive to the right things at the right time. You know, it's like 
I'm sure you have absolutely been in a situation where your mind is going a million miles an hour and you're not able to slow it down and focus on the task at hand. You're thinking about other things or you're thinking about bad scenarios that could happen. But if you had just had the ability to focus, your performance would have gone so much better. So in that presentation, when you're worried about is your zipper down or how is your boss like thinking about your current presentation, if you're not thinking about those things, you're able to actually intentionally focus on what you're presenting. Your presentation will be 10 million times better, right? That's what mental skills teaches you to do. It helps you with that productive self-talk. You're able to strengthen your mental toughness, increase your ability to like have your own motivation and not wait around for inspiration. But we are able to actually work on and sharpen these skills. And that's what mental performance coaching is. It helps you deal with all of that. So that's what sport and performance psychology is and why it's so important and that we need to stop overlooking it because we all want to be our best self. We all want to be our grittiest self that is going to show up and have the mental toughness and the readiness to perform to our highest ability because we all have performances that we want to nail, that we want to kick its ass. So how did I get into sport and performance psychology? Well, my background, my bachelor's degree was in psychology. I always found psychology super interesting. And it wasn't until I started kind of suffering mentally in my sport. Um, I started hating my sport. I was a rower in college. I was recruited. I was a D1 athlete. I was on scholarship. I had loved my sport in high school. I thought it was so fun. I enjoyed the community. I loved racing. I loved winning. I learned from my losses. We got better. We grew as a team. I was a pretty resilient athlete in high school. Come college, a lot of things started to change for me. And I started to struggle to want to go to practice. I started to struggle enjoying the parts of the sport that I once did. Winning was not as sweet anymore for me as the athlete. I The best part of rowing for me was racing. And I stopped looking forward to traveling and racing when I was in college. And that's when I realized that I just didn't love the sport anymore. And I ended up leaving it earlier than the four years that a typical D1 athlete does. I continued at my university and I stayed there as a student. um, And I just got out of the sport and just started recreationally working out. Thought I would never go back to the sport didn't like it. And then came around time for grad school. And I heard of sport and performance psychology and all these skills that sport and performance psychology teaches athletes, particularly like the original population, in order to help them in their sport. And I was like, wow, if I had had these skills when I was struggling and suffering and sitting in silence and my coaches were just like just come to practice more hang out with the team more go run more you'll be fine and that's what their problems their solving (laughs) their solutions were 
And I was like, if I had someone that had been able to teach me these mental skills, I would have had a completely different relationship with my sport. I probably would not have left it when I did. And it was not my coaches doing. Coaches in their realm, their strength, their reason that they are hired is for the physical aspect. They are good at physically training us and physically coming up with those workouts in order to get us prepped and ready for races. Their training is not in mental skills, and that's perfectly okay. That's why we have multiple people. That's why we have athletic trainers and strength and conditioning coaches and head coaches. And that's why, you know, in certain sports, there's all kinds of different coaches that coach different things. Head coaches, strength and conditioning coaches, athletic trainers, their job is not the mental skills side of sport. And the same thing goes for other areas. Business coaches, their job is to coach people on business. Brand strategists are supposed to coach on brands. So when it comes to getting mentally tough, you got to hire the mental performance coach. You got to find the coach that you resonate with that is going to help you with a skill set that you want. So if you want to get better at business, hire a business coach. If you want mental skills, you hire a mental performance coach. If you want to get stronger, you hire a personal trainer or strength and conditioning coach, right? So get specific about what exactly you want. But anyway, I did not have access to a mental performance coach. My university, it was, it's still a fairly new field. This field only came around in roughly like the 70s. So it's only about 50 years old, if that, and which is nothing in science terms. And the coaching field in general has just recently beginning to start to get traction that is not strength and conditioning or not head coaches. And so it was new to me. I didn't know it existed. So I dove head in, head first, and I actually got into Florida State University, which was at the time a top four university in sport and performance psychology. And I worked with athletes at Florida State for two years, working with them to refine my skills as a mental performance coach. And I worked with athletes one-on-one and in the team setting. And that was when I caught the bug of like, this is it. When the athletes get it, when it clicks just right, and they're able to actually perform in such a better way, a more well-rounded way, and they love their sport even more, that's why I want to do this job. That's why I love mental performance coaching. That's why I love mental skills is because they're actually able to enjoy their sport their life, their existence, their relationships, not just within the team, but outside their sport as well. And then I got hired by the U.S. Army as a mental performance coach for soldiers. And I worked for the next three years at the base at JBLM in Washington State, which is what brought me out west. And I worked there for three years. And I worked with one-on-one with soldiers. I worked in group settings. I worked with unit trainings. And I worked with soldiers who were 18 to in their 60s. I've worked with full bird colonels to privates and everything in in between. And I continue, even after leaving that job, 
I have began to work as a mental performance coach again because mental performance coaching is not just for the athlete. It is not just for the soldier. So I started working and incorporating it into each and every one of my retreats. And I'm telling you this because I am going to bring it to the forefront of my retreats, of my business, of this podcast, because it is so important. And just like the average population, just like what I've been seeing out in the world is people overlooking mental skills, is I have been overlooking mental skills. I have been overlooking this ability to train the mental side of all the performances that you already do. And this sounds like simple things like daily gratitude or writing out your expectations. How do you get from point A to point B in a goal? How do you actually set goals and ensure that you reach them? How do you handle failure when you don't reach them? So all of these skills are necessary in order for you to reach your highest potential, your highest version of yourself and Enjoy your life and enjoy your performances, enjoy your recreational sports the most because we all want to max out our enjoyment in life. We want to maximize how often we are happy, how often we are grateful, how often we are overfilled with joy in our life. We got to start training the mental skills. We got to start talking about the mental toughness side of things, the grittiness, the the, uh, tools that we have at our discretion in order to use to enjoy and live our best life. So I'm bringing it to the forefront of my business. I'm bringing it to the forefront of this podcast, of these retreats, and I'm doing it because I want to be an example of no longer overlooking the important things. I've talked so much about how I've gotten stronger and mobility training and how we can physically work on different muscles in the body, strengthening our our joints and rehabbing our knees and our ankles and all the things in between. But I've been neglecting the mental side of things and I don't want to do that anymore. And so I want to put this out to you that you need to start training the mental side of the game. The game being life, (laughs) the game being your performance of whatever that may look like. Again, you don't have to be an athlete in order to do these things. You don't have to be the CEO of Amazon in order to train mental skills. You don't have to be an NFL player. You don't have to be a, you know, cyclist that is competing in the Ironman. You don't have to do those things in order to train your mental skills. You just have to want to be better at the things that you want to be good at. So whatever your performance is, work on those mental skills. And how you do that is put yourself in a room, follow people, join retreats, hire a coach, whatever that may look like, but start surrounding yourself with people that have the training to inform you about mental skills. So yes, absolutely. You should come on a retreat because I teach these mental skills on every single one of my retreats. Or we can work together one-on-one and be in a true mental performance coaching setting. We set up our 
or uh, weekly hour meetings where we are coaching one-on-one, you and me, and we get better at your performances, whatever they may look like. So why you need a mental performance coach is because it helps you get to where you want to go easier. It helps you understand where and how you can improve your strategy mentally to get to where you need to go. So whether that's on the retreat and I'm mental performance coaching you in a group setting or I am coaching you one-on-one in my uh, one-on-one container is hiring a coach helps guide you so that way you actually have a roadmap of where to go. You're not just like blindly reading things on the internet of like, hope this works. Is this going to help me get where I need to go? But I have the training and the understanding and the knowledge to assist you to get to where you need to go. Hiring a coach speeds up your process of getting to where you want to go because it's no longer you just hoping for the best. It's no longer you getting stuck in, is this strategy going to work? I am helping you understand which strategy to pick, which skill to use, and then how to evaluate when that skill is going well and how to amplify it, and then how to adjust when that skill is not the skill that we need. Hiring a coach, whether in a group setting or one-on-one, helps you understand your own brain. Because when you are in it, when you are in the crap, when you are sludging through the mud, it is so hard to see what's happening. So using a coach, having a third party to show you what's happening inside your brain, to show you how your thoughts are affecting your actions, how your thoughts are deciding how you are feeling, will help you start to gain that awareness and that regulation of yourself so much faster. And also, as mental performance coaches, most of us have some kind of performance background, meaning some of us, most of us, I think almost every single mental performance coach that I have worked with was an athlete at some point and or some kind of high-level performer. So whether it's high school level, college, maybe they were some kind of performer in the professional setting, they were a CEO, whatever it was, they had high stakes, they cared about the results, and they were a performer and they wanted to get better. And so they started learning the mental skills. They started sharpening their tools mentally in order to be their best performer. So that is mental performance coaching. That is sport and performance psychology and why it is so important. And I have been overlooking it and that is not going to be a mistake that I will continue to make. And so I am changing what comes to the forefront of my message out to you. That yes, this podcast will always be about adventure This podcast will always be about the living out in the outdoorsy space and getting out into the world, but such a bigger factor of getting out into the outdoorsy world is what happens mentally, what happens inside your brain, your thoughts, your feelings, your actions. And if we can directly adjust, change, and strategically get better at the things we're good at, 
and adjust and improve the things that we need improvement on, we're going to have even more incredible adventures. So that's what I have for you today. I appreciate you for listening to this and this fairly newish topic that I will no longer be overlooking. And before the end of the podcast, I just wanted to say thank you to all the retreaters who have joined a 2023 and now a 2024 retreat. To all my clients that I'm working with one-on-one, I appreciate you for showing up to our meetings and working on your mental skills and doing the hard work. If you are interested in joining a retreat, joining a one-on-one container of mental performance coaching, shoot me a DM on Instagram. So you can head down to the show notes. This episode directly shows you why it is so important and how it is so important to change how you are thinking and how you are are training mentally for your life, for your performances. So head down to the show notes, click schedule a consult call. On that consult call, right now through the end of March, I am offering a free one-on-one mental performance coaching hour. One full hour of mental performance coaching and where we will talk about how we can work together to help you sharpen your mental skills. So whether that looks like a retreat, a one-on-one container, whatever it is, you and I will decide together what is the best fit for you. And you will get to reap the benefits of an hour of mental performance coaching. And let me tell you, what I will be teaching you in this hour, I have taught on nearly every one of my retreats and to every single client I've ever worked with. And this particular skill changes how you look at your entire life. This changes your ability to take responsibility for the results in your life. You will own the circumstances that you have and have the ability to change them. You will step into the person that has the thoughts that you are confident, you are capable, you are resourceful, and I will teach you the exact skill that will get you there. So head down to the show notes, click schedule a consult call, and on that consult call, you get that full hour of mental performance coaching. An hour. Typically, my consult calls are only 45 minutes, and we only talk about retreats, and we only talk about one-on-one containers, but I am actually giving you an hour of mental performance coaching for free, zero cost. My typical hour costs about $200 an hour, my friends. You are getting $200 worth of value in 60 minutes for free, no cost. So head down to the show notes through the end of March. You can book this free mental performance coaching. I am so excited to be offering this to you, so excited to be giving this to you because this is the start of you prioritizing the mental work. This is the start of you prioritizing the mental skills and the direct change it's going to have on your performance is going to be insane. You will see an overnight change. I can guarantee you that in that hour of mental performance coaching. 
All right, my friends, that is what I have for you. So head down to the show notes, schedule your free hour. I know it's going to book out. So you're going to want to schedule it ASAP. (laughs) All right, my friends, that's what I have for you. Happy Friday, and I will talk to you in the next episode.